those ones that you pay a lot of money for, you have to iron them. So they are even saving you money. So just buy clothes that don't need ironing. Am I like all those shirts they tell you wash and wear? They are cheap. If I put iron, I you go no say they know what they sold you wash and wear. Before <laughs> you finish putting the iron, <laughs> the life will not be the same again. No, when they tell the shirt is hundred percent cotton, hundred percent linen, try and iron it. The iron will be you'll be sweating. When they say wash and wear, put iron first. Iron will boil a hole in it. Pew. What am I saying? If there's no power to iron, buy a cheaper shirt. You now see an adult make decisions, say the power is not constant. And you're looking like, are you all right? My wife and I were analyzing this morning. Where don't you have challenges in this life? I was telling her about, <laughs> about the policeman that just got, was found not guilty yesterday. Why was he on trial? He shot a man who was begging him, don't shoot me. Nothing. The guy didn't do anything. You think, you think uh, law enforcement in Nigeria where police have their problems? Go to America. Policemen shoot civilians every day. And the only reason why you know now is because of social media. It was ten times as bad as what it is right now before. But there was no social media. And why did they shoot this particular guy? He told the guy, somebody, you know, the, the, the men were drunk, you know, they were drinking, somebody called police because of one thing. The guy said, please don't shoot me. The policeman said he thought he was drawing a gun. The guy's trouser was sagging, he wanted to pull up his trouser. And the guy shot him five times in quick succession. He got there. The guy was not... I didn't even have a blade on him. Well, you think there's no challenge somewhere? My very good friend in the U.S. told me that... Ah, he said, Bank, they organized birthday for his, for his daughter. That not one person showed up. Not one. The girl goes to school. In fact, her classmates. Not one soul came. If my wife dares do birthday for one of my children and invite all the classmates... The people in the next class were here. <laughs> you know now. You, you know. So everywhere has its challenges. People making decisions. But let me not even sit on that. Because it has a way of getting me angry. This is what I'm trying to make. Challenges will always come. But God says what? My grace is sufficient. That's what I'm going to emphasize. It's sufficient. You need to make a decision concerning your career, concerning your marriage, concerning where you locate your life, you know, where you settle, concerning your ministry, concerning your business. Don't, when you are making those decisions, always bear in mind that it says, my grace is sufficient. Don't let obstacles be the reason why you will not do what you want to do. Be more concerned about, do I have the grace for this? Like the man I told you I was talking, talking with he said, ah, am I sure I can go to that area to go and preach the gospel? I said, sir, don't worry. It's because you have not been called. If you have been called, the grace will come. So he's asking yourself, do I have grace in this area? That's all. But as for the challenges, don't worry about them. I've told you this many times. When I started ministry, people will say, ah, why don't you make it a church? I say, Why? They say, look, if this, this Bible study, this teaching ministry thing, you are going to have a problem with money. Tell all these people you are saying, they are not lawyer. Emeka is not lawyer. Ima is not lawyer. Chooks is not lawyer. <laughs> Chima is not lawyer at all. Say, people are not loyal. What do I mean, lack of loyalty? They said they will listen to you free of charge on Saturday and then take their tithes and offering to their churches on Sunday. So where does, that, where does that leave you? So I say, what are you saying therefore? I say, it's simple. 
He said, you're already doing church. Just change it to Sunday service. That way, you can collect the tithes and you can collect the offerings. I said, Father. Of course, you don't argue with everybody. I just say, I've heard. If I make, you know, there are decisions I will make. The Lord will put me out of ministry. That one, of course, I don't, need to, I don't need to tell you I didn't do that. Nothing wrong with starting a church. Nothing wrong with it. But that reason is evil. To do what I'm supposed to do, that was supposed to be a child. That money would be a problem. You know, but God, you know, grace, grace has a way of helping people. My own grace is that it's not, not a trouble. We just re- limit our expenses. No money, no problem. Just limit the expenses. But you know the wisdom God gave us? That's what the Bible calls wisdom for salvation. Our own wisdom for salvation is that 99.9% that preached from this place is available today, recorded. That was our own wisdom for salvation. Did you hear what I said? Since 2003, preaching every Saturday here, Monday from um, January to November, and then later on, Adding one other, after like a year, we added a second meeting, which is now Tuesday, School of Prayer. Okay? Since then, till now, everything I have preached here is available for you to listen to on recorded. Recorded. And how did we start it? It was not hard. Just went and bought a small Sony recorder, put it down there, hold the microphone, even when we were literally, when we were literally two or three gathered. We recorded it. You, know, you hear messages like man on assignment. We're not up to six. Understand the new covenant, the same number. We just kept on recording, look, kept on recording, kept on recording, kept on recording, kept on recording, and we still record to you today. And our recording kept on getting better and better and better. And guess what? Our equipment hardly got more expensive. God gave us wisdom. When people hear our recording now, they think we have the, you know, the, the two chest recording system. They don't know that we have the most basic. People have asked, how do you do this recording? That is crystal clear. Yeah, all we just say, there's no money, no problem. So I've, I've been to church before. They say, ah, you see equipment, 10 million. Naira. Eh? <laughs> Israel, if we get 10 million naira for equipment, we'll be on TBN by tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. Te, te. <laughs> now, one friend says that, look, we just reduce our expenses. We just reduce expenses. Make things very, very easy. When we used to record on, for, for radio, those people could not believe that to do the radio program, what used to go on, and me and Kingsley, we would sit down, everything we were done with, one mic and one laptop. My audience, many times, was just my wife. Just my wife. Yeah, baby, sit down here. I want to preach to the whole of Eastern Nigeria on Cosmo FM. So you will sit down. She will sit down there. I will teach her the word for 30 minutes and quickly edit and rush the radio station. Give it to them. I reduce, we just reduce the expenses. I'm going to explain something here. We did not accept for the hindrance that you will not get money. Do you understand? To not turn the ministry to what it's not supposed to be. Every ministry has an order from heaven. Yes. There's a way God says it should be. And the reason why you will not collect the correct order is when you, people start tossing hindrances in your face. I want to emphasize, all right, that the grace of God is always sufficient. When you identify what you are supposed to do, 
and you now find hindrances, don't worry about the hindrances. Grace will come to overcome them. Oh, grace will come. Grace will come. Grace will come. Don't let hindrances decide what your life is going to be. Don't let the fear of there are giants in the land stop you from entering into the promised land. You hear Christians talk sometimes, you're like, what? They say, no, you can't go into that kind of business. There's a cartel. And God said, I exist, in quote, in your life to break cartels for the fun of it. I don't know what I hear what I said. That is, how else will you know you have a God if you don't take cartels on? I don't know what I hear. Follow me. How else will you know your God, who is your father, is called, you know what name they call him? The man of war. You know they call the man of war? Which means that, it, it means he has to fight. I don't know. When they say he's a man of war, our God is a man of war. When you see the name, the Lord of hosts, it means the Lord, the captain of the host, the, he- the armies of heaven. And you'll be telling him that we can't do this business because there are cartels. Because I, 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 I break cartels for the fun of it. Just for the, like, guys, anything to do this morning? In heaven, they just say, anything to do today? Say, Lord, everything is at peace. Say, no cartel to break. I'm telling you, when you now hear believers explaining to you that they can't do because there is a cartel. And that they will talk about offering to God a sacrifice of what? Of thanksgiving. I explained it, that God said people need to learn to, you know, look for, now please, get what I'm going to say. Just look for trouble. <laughs> so you can call upon the name of the Lord. That's what we are saying. You don't sit down and start drawing the reasons why it cannot be done. No, you can't do that. Be drawing the reasons why it cannot be done. And that's the reason why a child of God will not do what he knows is right now. Let, let me say it like this. Let's, I, I want to leave this statement out for a moment. I want to leave out what God wants him to do. Because the question always is, how do I know God wants me to do this? All right? All right? And I don't, I don't want to tackle that now. But there's an easy way to explain it. A child of God must not find excuses to refuse to do what he or she knows is right to do. That's the way to put it. That's the way to put it. You know, you know there are times you just know something is right. You just know it is right. I don't know how to explain it. You just know it is right. You know, launching out, it's time to start your own business, enough of working for other people. I'm not saying wrong to work for other people. Daniel worked for other people all his life. You get my point? It's now time for me to get up and go and start creating jobs. I know, listen, Satan will never leave you alone. In fact, if everything looks perfect, listen to this, if everything looks perfect, there's likely it is not right. I, I didn't say it is not right, I just say what? It's li- there's a likelihood. Everything cannot look perfect. And the Bible says, if you have this, in, I think it's a New Living Translation or Living Bible. In Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 4, he said, anyone waiting for conditions to be perfect gets nothing done. If you read a more traditional Bible, you say, he that watches the wind will not sow, and he that observes the cloud will not reap. But read one of those paraphrases, like Good News Bible, New Living Translation, one of them. Say, anyone waiting for conditions to be perfect will get nothing done. You are waiting for perfect conditions, you will get nothing done. You are waiting for power to be constant. You will not start an industry. You are getting my point? And let me tell you something about life. <laughs> I, my wife and I, we've seen a lot of time analyze life. Eh? 
And life has proven to be so unpredictable. You can't predict it. You have to just believe it. Are <laughs> you getting my point? Yes, you just have to believe God in life. Life has proven to be so unpredictable. Sometimes, you know, I remember the, the, one of the examples my wife and I started those days to look, used to look at life was um, um, toll gates. There were businesses built around toll gates. Because every car we stop here to pay toll, shops opened around. You know, in you know, Onicha End there, massive market in that area. Then one day, President Basanjo came into power in Nigeria and said the management of the toll gates didn't like it. So he said they should change those who are managing toll gates nationwide. Those ones went to court and said that they have a contract to manage toll gates given to them that from the period of administration they had their contracts. Okay, fine. Obasanjo said no, no trouble. And I think court said they were right. And you don't say, oh, God, Obas. The man knew how to be president. He said there's no trouble. So he said, at that time, he, he, he adjusted the price of um, petroleum products, uh, pump prices. So he said the extra pump price that we are paying, he will subsidize it by eradicating the need to pay at toll gates. Overnight, he, oh, God, efficiency. Federal Ministry of Works went around Overnight, demolished all toll gates in Nigeria. That was over 16 years ago. <laughs> now, that's why I'm not making Today, your business was thriving because everybody stopped at the toll gate. Tomorrow, there were not, no, no warning. You just took a bank loan last week to expand your toll gate business. The following week, I know banks are very wicked people. Very wicked. You know, you know what banks are? A man that lends your umbrella when there's no rain collects it as soon as the rain starts. So that's a bank for you. He <laughs> only gives you money when he knows you have money. <laughs> Bankers, don't be angry. I'm just telling you the truth about your life. <laughs> the Lord is good. <laughs> so you can imagine, people like that, life is so unpredictable. Are you getting my point? That you just have to accept that grace can work for you. Yes. It's so unpredictable. That's just the way life is. I tell people all the time, you know, I, I, I look at, um, you know, so, you know, in fact, I'll tell you something in a moment, I'm going to make you, make, make you laugh. I look at, you know, social media and all, and all of that. Just a few years ago, internet was there. You understand my point? It was there. Okay, let's not even talk about when internet came up. Internet was there just a few years ago. But mobile internet was something, was different. Every internet, you had to go and sit down in front of a computer. Then one day, I still remember the advert for the iPhone. I still remember they would show you a small phone with that tiny screen, four-inch screen, or three-point something. I think about four-inch screen. And they say, this is the internet. This is not sort of like the internet. This is not a scaled-down version of the internet. This is the internet. That was how iPhone was advertised. The iPhone came out. Suddenly, real internet came to the hands. But iPhone is expensive, we all know. Then God just, of course... The Google people bought Android over, released Android, and then Samsung released their first Android, no, the Galaxy S, powered with Android. Then after a while, the Chinese people looked and started making cheaper phones. Few years down the line, every Tom, Dick, and Harry worldwide has the internet in the palm of his hands. That was what make, made Mark Zuckerberg the fourth richest man in the world. He could not have planned it. Because Facebook, when I say we have 1 billion users, 900 million use it on their mobiles. Now, people can advertise without paying a dime. Yeah, you can advertise your products without paying a dime. 
You wear a dress, put it on your DP. To buy, call me. <laughs> Are you getting my point? Look, in the US, in Europe, what they call brick and mortar shops, many started closing down. One of the big chains closed one third of their shops just about two weeks ago in the UK. I mean, look, let me not be giving you too, many, too much of this. Gist. Life just starts switching. You wake up one day, it's like this. Tomorrow, it switches another thing. Even ministry is not the way it used to be. Before, you'll be looking for invitation yeah. and looking for money to organize programs. Now, there are Facebook <laughs> preachers. And they have massive audience. This one that the Freeze is saying is a Bible teacher. It's not because of... Mo- Let that the Freeze go and hire a whore. Who will have remembered that? All that thing he's saying, who will have listened to him? But just because of the internet, he got up and said, I'm a Bible teacher. And he has following. Now, and that's how the man does a Facebook thing, what they call YouTube. YouTube videos. Said so today I'm talking about speaking in tongues. Uh, yes. Oh, he's not a titan man alone. No. He talks on speaking in tongues, second coming of Christ, every kind of thing. Oh, the guy, you see what I'm saying? The guy has a church right now. One of my sisters said her church is called Church on the Air. Yeah, I'm serious. Air.church. That's the name of her big church. No, I'm serious. Just go Google. No, just type air.church. Pops up. Life just changes. So there's nothing predictable. That's the point I'm making. Now, for us as believers, that's an advantage. That gives us confidence. Yeah, it's supposed to give us confidence. Even people who did not listen. <laughs> you know? Even those who don't know the word of God, they know, like Pastor Kodji will say, live long enough, you will understand, you will discover the word of God, you will understand life, just by living. Steve Jobs, before he died, he made a statement, very profound. He said, you can never connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking backwards. That how will you get to where you are going? He said, you can't, you can't be sure. You just keep doing things. But one day you look back, you will see how you got here. It's not a man of God, but he discovered life. So when you are starting, he said, just believe in something. And I said, ah, this man is preaching faith. He said, just believe in something. He said, call it any name you like. He said, it can be karma, it can be locked. We're just saying, in effect, understand that there is a power bigger than you there. That your success in life is not your own doing. You understand what I'm trying to say, therefore? That believers who now have a promise, lo, I am with you always. I will not leave you helpless. The Holy Spirit will come and be with you. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit. The Lord will perfect everything that concerns me. If God be for me, who will be against me? They have all these promises. Yeah, they are the ones counting the obstacles as a problem. Abba. No wonder Solomon said, I've seen princes trekking. Because those that have the promises are not the ones counting obstacles as a problem. One word you will see in the Bible, especially in the, old, uh, in, the, in the book of Revelations, again and again, is the word overcomer. Yeah, think about it. To him that overcomes. you find that word again and again. That tells you the way life is supposed to be. Life is what? It's load of what? Challenges that are supposed to be surmounted. That's why God rewards overcomers. It's a load of challenges that are supposed to be surmounted. So he said to the believer, he said, you can. You are getting my point. He said, I'm with you always. That's why we're talking about grace. Please get the point. 
If you know what is right to do, the obstacles of life must not be a reason why you will not do those things. Many times I hear people, you know, <laughs> when people talk about the country, 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 I would have loved to settle back in Nigeria. It's just, you know, they'll tell you the, the just, why they can't do this. You know, I wrote a, a blog the other day. You can get to our blog and read it. What I call them, keep trucking. Something like that, yes. And I explained that, you know, one day I noticed about life, with all the troubles, one day after another, we'll just keep in quotes, in quotes now, we keep surviving. You know, when we were young in those days in school, we thought that when we graduate from school, all problems will be over. So we just survived school. Are you getting my point? But the emphasis is we survived. And we overcame. And we passed. We did not pass. That was the overcoming for that season. That was the overcoming for that season. They were posted to NYC. I remember somebody like me. The day I checked my, color, uh, my deployment, my mother was worried. And she said, what are we going to do? That's what she said. She said, what are we going to do now? I was posted to Taraba State. Now, I'm not exaggerating. My mother had never heard of the word Taraba. No, listen. She had never heard the expression Taraba. Say she's not a Nigerian. How will you know Taraba? When it was, I mean, it was just being created. And it's not in the southwest. It's in one corner. Is that not northeast? A little bit above uh, Central Zone from Gongola. So when I came from school, I just finished, I finished my house job, went to school to pick up my call-up letter. I go home, my mother said, what did they post you? I said, Taraba State. She said, what is so-called? I said, you know Gongola? I said, yes. I said, Gongola was broken into two, Adamawa and Taraba. I remember she sat down. Her countenance fell. She said to me, what are we going to do? And I said, what we are going to do is I'm going to pack my bag. What are we going to do? Tomorrow morning, I'm hitting the road. My camp is in Wukari. What are we going to do? Tomorrow, I'm going to Wukari. I said, the Lord is going to bless me there, and I'm going to become very rich. I didn't make that part, but at least the other one was correct. <laughs> the Lord bless me. <laughs> I said that to my mother. She's, she tried to get me to talk about it. I, oh, God. I've been stubborn for a very long time. Father God, I worship you. Thank you for stubborn. I've been stubborn for a very long time. Like I was telling my wife this morning, it's good to be stubborn on good things. Do you know why? Years later, years later she referred to it. She said you have a way of putting somebody's mind at rest. That just by the way. If I had agreed with her, I said, what are we going to do? She said, what do we do? I said, what do we do, mommy? What do we do? Do Frankie, what do we do? What do we do? The worry will have been intensified. It would have been intensified. I just got to pack my bag, of course. I didn't know where I was going, so I had to go get direction. Got direction from people, very wrong direction, but at least eventually we got there. No, no, very, very wrong, very wrong. <laughs> they made me cross River Benue by boat. They didn't know where they were going to. Nobody knew where, where I was going. So they said, I should go from, I should go from Ikare to Auchi. From Auchi, I should go here. Only for me to get to one place. River Benue, no, no. No bridge. How do people cross here? They say, see ferry. If you have a car, you enter the ferry. You put, they put on the ferry for you. You don't have. Enter this boat. And no, That's a boat. I'm sorry. Keno. When you call it boat, now people think it's a boat. It's not a boat. Oh. It was a canoe I had to enter. It was a canoe. I'm serious. 
The Lord is good. Now, why did I get into that? My brethren, we survived the year. That's the point I'm trying to make. With all the challenges, we survived the year. I know the truth. As we were surviving, we were increasing. No? They have a saying in Western Nigeria. Say the child that does not die must become an adult. Oh, yes, you will become an adult. Just don't die. That's all. The only thing that will prevent you from being an adult is death. It's a saying in Western Nigeria. I do you know how it is said. You are, I've, been, I've been suspecting you for a long time. <laughs> this Enugu has wiped away all the... They say, but my Agbalonda, go home and tell the story. That is good. <laughs> yeah, it's a saying. So what I'm trying to say is that we just survived it. No, that's it. The year passed, we finished, we came back. For me, residency began. Now so, now so. One day we finished. One day I saw one girl. I survived marrying her. That was 18 years ago. <laughs> the Lord is good. Believe me, I survived it. All right. <laughs> we came to Enugu. People say, ah, can you be going to Enugu? Hey, hey. We survived it. Amen? Amen? I've been here since the year 2000. And you know, just by surviving it, we're overcoming each step of the way. And believe me, I'm not anymore that little boy that entered University of Benin or went for NYC that time. As of today, there is no way I go, at least now, that I will not encounter somebody that God has used me to bless. No. As of today, no. You are getting my point. All these people were telling stories of there's no power, water is not constant, roads are bad, there's insecurity. I've been hearing these stories since I was in university. And some people are still telling these stories till today. While they were telling these stories, God was blessing people. People were increasing, they are there telling these stories. Like I always tell people, if you are going to nature, the road is bad, you will still go. You will say because the road is bad, you are not going to a <laughs> what you do, you surmount the obstacle. Even if the bridge collapses, you will park there, cross by leg, take care on the other side, and continue going. That's how life is. Each day we take the challenge. Please go and read that blog. I call it Keep Trucking. And that's, look, listen, when grace is working, that's how it is. People are looking for conditions to be perfect before they get things done. No, conditions will never be perfect. You know, when people see somebody like Dangote who became the African richest man, richest black man because of the investments he made in what they call a bad climate, they have to look for an explanation. It's because government helped him. Now, hear ye the word of the Lord. Government will help you too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's leave it like that, Abby. <laughs> That's it. No, it's not making stupid excuses. I still got that right. One of my classmates forwarded it today. I just I said, Come here, enough of this crap. Who wants to be reading this crap? Analysis of how government helped Dangote. You think government doesn't help people? Go and go to America. Americans know that the only people that can provide, uh, 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 what they call it, housing for, the, the government can't do it. So what do they do? If you, they see you are doing it, they help you. Yes. They say government helped and go to, in case you do not know, go and talk to Yenka. Government has been trying to help Nigerians for a long time. Are they coming? Ask Yenka. No, please, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. No, go and meet him. He will tell you the amount of government help available today. You were telling me the other day of a woman who bought a rice meal. What's the value of the rice meal? 12.9 million naira. How much did she pay? <laughs> no, no. For those who are not hearing, he said 12.9 million, the value of the rice meal. The woman pays 700,000. Government only gives a little condition. They will agree with you where you will place it. But it's your own. Why? They know if you take the rice meal, you will help the farmers and help the population. 
Seven, no, sorry, I forgot to ask you one part. Was it because she knew somebody? Was he available for other people? How did she get it? Nobody else was asking. Please, Olenka, are there not, look, are other machines available like that? As at now, Nigeria Industrial, is it, what do you call it? Bank of Industry. What percentage are they charging? 9%. Your banks charge 25. Olenka, sorry, normally, you have to bribe somebody. No, you know, Nigerians don't believe these things. They will sit in their homes saying, nah, God, government helped him. <laughs> Meanwhile, government is begging on a daily basis, please let me help you. The, look, the only thing government does, does that they want to be sure that you are adding value either to agriculture, you know, you have to be manufacturing. That's the area. If you say you want to buy and sell, they won't answer you. But is it machine? You want machines? No problem. Let us see what you want to do with it. We'll give you the money, 9%. And government has dropped billions of naira to help people. But they are so sure government only helps Dangote. They will sit in their homes and be complaining country is bad. You'll be amazed at the amount of government help that's available. You know, Roque was still you know, presenting in our institution the other day, telling people, say, look, guys, as of today, government still lends people money to build houses, oh. Just find a way to connect so you can collect your portion. It's 6% fixed. They don't vary it. Since the days of Babangida, no, most Nigerians don't know it exists. Or they don't know. They don't know it exists. And you know, they fill their heads with, you know, suits saying from the East, the Bible says. Yes. People just be, be living lies every day. Government only helps Dangote. Man, government is helping everybody. In case you don't know, government's everywhere help people. Oh, everywhere they help people who do big things. I told you that Ali Kodangode's refinery, the one they built in Nekwe, American government put in $1 billion. I know some fools, when they hear that, they say, yes, they've been trying to empower the North to take over from the South. Nonsense. May God help you. Honestly, you know, this we can't attitude is ruining things that God wants to do in our lives. God, listen, let me give you a prophecy again. God will help you. Amen. Remember I said something. Grace does not make you lazy. Grace makes you get ideas, makes you get up and start pursuing the ideas. Sometimes you have ideas that grace does not like. Grace will close it. And even though grace closes it, grace says at least you learn something. Yes. Oh, grace will say at least you learn something. There's nothing you pursue you won't learn from. Sometimes God will just use that one to teach you next time. Don't pursue like that. And that's a lesson you can Look, invaluable. Lessons of life, you can't pay for them. Wait, who's going to say it to you? They're too expensive. So just get up. Okay, yes, we did that one. We lost. Believe me, you didn't lose. You gained something you could not have learned in business school. I mean, people go every day. <laughs> pay hundreds of thousands to go to business school. You get an MBA and learn next to nothing. I'm not lying. Ask my wife. Did you not do executive MBA with my money? <laughs> it's not small money. Let me ask you a question. Baby, no, be honest. Tell this with the truth. Where did you learn more from? From the money you gave them at Essence Business School? Or from selling tie and shirt? 
Ah, of course, they don't even need to answer. Even they, they know the, they know the answer. The Lord is good. What are we talking about? Grace. I'm like, look, people, 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 stop looking for stories for why you can't succeed, why you can't do it, why ministry can't move. Grace is available to overrun those excuses. As for those, I, I've also, I don't know why I feel like going back there. Marry that girl. Yes. And if it is a man, marry him too. In fact, you are blessed. You will end up, you will build a house worth one billion naira because you had ten younger ones to take care of. Listen to me. This is a prophetic word. If you ever have younger ones to take care of, you are blessed. It is more blessed when you are very hungry when you are taking care of them. Yes. People will be looking for serious things. No, they'll be looking at serious things. They'll be looking for nonsense things. What I say, one day a girl was getting married. In this, you know, going I said, oh, that girl is very lucky. So I asked the person telling me, another girl. Of course, all these ignorant people that God has not taught anything. I said, why do you say she's lucky? Why? She was marrying, you know, you know the kind of person that's wedding. Eh? Okay, imagine that somebody's wedding now. Um, vice president comes. You get my point? Odigi Oyego arrives. That's chairman... Uh, APC, uh-huh. and I hear that uh, Chris Ngege flew in. That kind of person getting married, that's it, that kind of power. Say, so, oh, that girl is very lucky. So I asked her, what is lucky? You know, you know when, you, when God has taught you things, you, you know, when you hear foolishness, you are trying to make wisdom out of it. Are, I'm like, what is lucky about it? I'm like, oh, and I said, oh, that's what you call lucky? My heart sank. You call that luck? Have you never heard that a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things which he possesses? People will see blessing. The Bible says it's more blessed to give. So you see somebody who God has given the opportunity to be constantly giving for the next 10 years. And you say he has too many responsibilities. Listen, let me tell you believers reason. If the young man or young woman had told you that, you know, my father died that time, but you know, there was one trust fund he set up for us. It's maturing now. I'm supposed to start collecting, you know, one million every month for the next 10 years. Have you read this joke? There's one joke I saw recently. One guy who in church, some of you might have read the joke. He was in church, and the lady beside him, her phone fell. So he helped her pick the phone. And in that instant, he saw credit alert, 10 million naira, 10 or 16 million naira. And he returned the lady's phone and said, eh, or more. This girl sit down here, keep 16 million for account. He said, let follow up. <laughs> Three months later, he had done introduction. It's supposed to be a joke, so, all right? Next thing, before he knew what was happening, <laughs> he has married a girl. Then they got married, three days after they got married. <laughs> There was another credit alert on the girl's phone. Six million naira. The girl said, hey, I've told my auntie to change my number from her account to... <laughs> the guy said, eh? He said, my... <laughs> he said, my auntie was living abroad. She opened an account. So they asked her number for SMS alert. She just put my number. She said, since that time I'll be getting all this alert, alert, alert. She's a big businesswoman. The guy said, panting, eh? (laughs) 
the money they get on a last basis, not knowing that the money was not her own. Now, why I told the story is that imagine. So if that young man, that young woman told that my father left money for us, I'm collecting one million every month. We used to say you are praying. You wouldn't pray. You will give the Lord thanks. Father will bless you for the abundance of good things. There's a Lord thy God that giveth the power to get wealth. Pastor Courage and I we spoke yesterday. Pastor Courage is one man that says more, much more than me that the Lord said to me. He's one person that says much more than me that I go and pray and hear God. You hardly hear me say things like that. Yet he said to me yesterday we're talking. He said, people only hear what they want to hear. <laughs> yes, they were talking. He said, he said, I heard God. He said, I have realized no matter what God says, it is what you want to hear, you will hear. Is that, is that not what we have been preaching? Yes. What am I trying to say? People say, I heard God. He didn't hear God. He heard their lads. <laughs> yes, no. I'm talking about Christian mindset. And the Bible now says it is more blessed to give than to receive. So that if you had to choose between a man or a woman, two of them, who one says I'll be getting credit a lot every month because of what my father did before he died. One millionaire every month. Or one says I have five younger ones who will be queuing up at our doorsteps to pay school fees and get allowance. God says it is better. It is better to reach for the people that are going to collect from you than to reach for the ones that are going to give to you. That it is more blessed. is the word of Jesus. You read your Bible, you hear Paul said, God said to me, Peter said, this one Paul said, I told you what Jesus said. That the Lord said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. If you don't believe that, you're not a believer. Many Christians don't really believe anything. They don't. If you really believed, if they say, ah, Angela, you want to marry this person? Say yes. Why? He said, he's a nice guy. He loves the Lord. He's struggling his business now, but I know he's a hardworking person. Listen, with good support, we are going to bless people in this life. And I have this call. I have this, I have this, you know, I have this sense, I have this sense of calling that we're going to support ministry, you know, preaching ministry, you know. So I feel like it's a good man. We're going to do business together. God will bless us. Meanwhile, the guy, anytime he comes to your house, he draws from a keke. So your friends are looking at you. Like, Angela, the weed you smoked, where did they grow this one? You see, they grew it in the Bible. It's scripture. <laughs> be not drunk with wine. Wearing is excess. But be drunk with the Spirit. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Is the Colossian equivalent of that efficient quotation. He said, Angela, are you sure? He said, is it not that same brother that, um, the other day I heard that, um, He's a firstborn and he has like five younger ones. <laughs> yes, that's the part of it I, I just discovered. And I said, my God. <laughs> he said, what did your God do this time? <laughs> he said, I discovered that there is a blessing in his life. And I've made up my mind that we help him. Not any of those, his younger ones, will fail to go through school completely. Any level they want to get to. And your friends look and say, all right, we'll be praying for you. <laughs> when you hear that, just know you are made. Of course, you talking. <laughs> Nobody say you get anything. No. You just started a hairdressing salon that uh, two clients a week. You, first one week, it has increased now. They're getting like 10, nine, one whole week. 
and you are beginning to prophesy. Oh, those are the people, believe me, that will do great things in this life. You find two people like that, one day they'll give out a billionaire in check. Just say, okay, for the gospel, one billion. Next week, they say, oh, for another billion. That is what God will do. That's what is called what? Grace. Remember, I be, I, that's, what I actually wanted, where, where I, that's where I wanted to get to, but I didn't get it today. Well, <laughs> the Lord is good. Like I was saying, see, that grace has to be activated. That's what I wanted to preach. It has to be what? Activated. You have to know it is there. You dig up for it and say, this thing you must walk in my life. You must walk in my life. Anytime you see challenges, start warming up. Say, man, grace, you must be activated. You will walk. That's why we read from Romans chapter 4. He said, it has to be by faith that it might be what? In accordance with grace. All these things we have been teaching, therefore the activation of grace, that we might walk righteously and in holiness. That we might walk righteously and in holiness and fulfill every good thing that God wants us to fulfill in life. There's grace for supernatural marriage. You know that? Yes. They say you're a very stubborn person. Grace will come into you, make you the humblest woman on the surface of the earth. Yes, that's what it will do. All your stubbornness will vanish. Supernatural grace will come. Make you a very joyful wife. You'll be a husband. Your husband will be in cloud what? I don't know. All the time. You'll be wondering whether you are real, touching you, whether you are an angel. That's what grace does. We activate what? Grace. By faith. What is that faith? We take God's word. Like I was talking about this imaginary Angela now who wants to marry. Everything, just say, this is what God says. Say, but this other person and that guy, he has money waiting for you. In fact, I heard him say that if you agree to marry him, he's giving you a new Venza as a wedding present. Don't even be tempted. Tell them all flesh is grass. And the goodliness thereof are like the flowers of the field. Tell them, a young bride's life does not consist in the abundance of the wedding gifts she collects. That's the word of God. When you speak like that, grace is pushing you. I don't know whether you're getting my point. When you speak like that, you are releasing the power of heaven. Listen, it may not work overnight. Mainly, I literally have to struggle that first 10 years. But believe me, <laughs> I like what the pastor for you said, said once. He says, success is so powerful. It erases the memories of failure. There is time will come, God will release so much blessing upon you. You will wonder that people say you struggle for 10 years. The only recollection you have of it is the joy that came from giving. I don't know what I get my point. It's the joy that came from giving. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Let's bow down our heads. Just give God thanks for grace. Just give God thanks for grace. Say, Lord, I thank you. Because I understand that I'm not alone. There's power available to work with me, to produce what you want to produce out of my life. Paul said, I urge you not to receive this grace in vain. That's what this message has been about. Don't receive it in vain. So pray this evening. Say, Lord, I will not receive this grace in vain. Pray to the Lord. Paul said, we urge you, don't receive it in vain. Let it work. Let it work. Let it purge you of bad habits. Let it purge you of wrong, no, of addictions, of wrong thoughts. Let it purge you. Let it purge you. Let it release the gift of God that is in your life. Let it release the gift of God. Let it manifest. Let it, let it, let it. Stop running up and down. Let it. 
Paul said, don't receive it in vain. Don't receive it in vain. You say to the Lord, I will not receive it in vain. I will not receive it in vain. So I boast in my weaknesses. Lord, I boast in my weaknesses. Because when I am weak, that is when I am actually strong. Say, Lord, when I am weak, that is when I am actually strong. When I am weak, that is when I am actually strong. I complain no more about my disadvantages. Say, Lord, thank you.